0: Amen. It's good to be here tonight. And uh, thank God it was worth driving from Indiana just to get in on this. Amen. And uh, I'm thankful to be a part. We get to be a small part of Bible Baptist Church. If you will, turn your Bibles to Ephesians 6 tonight. And uh, thankful. Well, we just come by to get our mail today. We, uh, if our family looks like we've been on the road for two days and our kids look a little uh, dirty. <laughs> we're out of clean clothes amen. and so uh, we're uh, we're, all, we're on our way back to Dallas to our camper we've been on the road for a couple of weeks and uh, thankful for everybody praying for us this was the family's first trip back out on the road and thankful to have them back with us I don't want to go without them amen I'm thankful I'm thankful for our church I want to say this I'm Uh, we're we're on the road all the time and I I need to be fed. Amen. And we get to listen to the podcast and I thank you church for keeping the website up and uh, keeping the podcast up and thank you for, uh, for doing that because it helps everywhere I go. I find people that talk about the Bible Baptist podcast and uh, preachers that are being encouraged, pastors that are being encouraged by what's going on in these walls right here. And it is worth it so much. Amen. And thank you. I'm thankful for our pastor tonight, aren't you? I'm thankful for the messages that he's been preaching over the last couple of weeks. Uh, That one on service, uh, that uh, preaching about prayer. And, And I will say this, men that don't pray don't preach on prayer. And I'm thankful for our pastors, not just his pulpit, but his prayer life. Amen. And I'm thankful that the benefits that our church has. As a result of our pastor's prayer life And we're thankful for that And uh, please don't back up I know I say it, I sound like a broken record Don't back up church, don't quit Don't don't apologize in this day of compromise Just keep going in the same route Amen, I'm thankful for it, amen I don't, I, Preacher put it on rim that I was going to be here I guess got, half of the church got scared, amen <laughs> I scared everybody off, preacher, I'm sorry Amen, but no, it's good to be here tonight And I'm so thankful to be here Let's turn, Ephesians 6 Let's stand for the reading in reverence of God's word and uh, so thankful to be here. I can't say it enough. And you pray for our family. We've got uh, several uh, months of travel. I didn't think we were going to be back till around Christmas time. And God set this up. And I'm thankful for that. And pray specifically. We're having, uh, we have a tent trailer. We have a, a bumper pull camper for one of the families that work in our team in the tent ministry. And then we have our own fifth wheel camper that we live in. And all three of them are down right now. And we're trying to get them fixed before our tent meeting in September up in Indiana. Please, please pray. This is a big deal. And so, y'all, please pray about that. That's a big burden of our heart tonight. Ephesians 6, verse 10. Thank you again, preacher, for letting us come. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And I wish we would all realize that. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand." and for me that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Dear Heavenly Father I thank you for this day dear Lord I thank you for all you've done for us I pray that you forgive me of where I failed you since we last spoke I pray that you fill me with the Holy Ghost of God I pray dear Father that you give us unction and liberty and utterance to preach tonight I pray dear God that we not only be hearers but we be doers also tonight. I pray dear God that the word of God would uh, take deep seat in people's hearts tonight and help us to preach these practical truths that you put on our heart. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you. you might be seated tonight. say a few things by way of introduction, kind of give you an idea of where we're heading and then we'll give you the message that God's put on our heart. The first thing I want to see tonight is in verse number 18 we see persistence in prayer. He said praying always, amen. And this is not a suggestion, this is a command. I don't believe God means for us to go on our knees all the time and be praying like that all the time but I believe we can go in a spirit of prayer at all times, amen, he said in First Thessalonians 5, pray without ceasing, he said in Luke 18 men ought always to pray and not to faint, and these are not suggestions this is our lifeline, this is our breath tonight, is the, is the lifeline of prayer tonight, and I believe we're lacking, I'm lacking in that I, I love what Charles Spurgeon said he said, very rarely do I pray an hour he said, but very rarely do I go an hour without praying, amen and that's exactly what we need tonight we need people and myself included we need to be praying we need that persistence in prayer but then he tells us in verse 18 about the provision in prayer he said praying always with all prayer in supplication in the spirit and tonight he, he tells us with all prayer and prayer is a general term but there's multiple types of prayer, did you know that tonight prayer is a general term but we have the word supplication where we have a need and we can go to God to supply our needs that's where that word supplication comes from we have intercessory prayers where I see a brother or sister of Christ in in a hard time and I pray for them God puts them on my heart or puts them on your heart and we begin to pray for them and then intercessory can be for somebody that's lost or somebody that's going down the wrong road and we can intervene in their life maybe not physically but we can intervene in their life through the Lord Jesus Christ mediating on their behalf so we have separate types of prayer we have general prayer we have prayers of intercession and supplication in the old testament especially there are prayers of, called imprecatory prayers and that means they uh, they were praying that the enemies of God would fail and that they would stop and I believe that's fair to pray today there's enemies of God out today and we need to be praying that God would stop the mouths of those that would do harm amen to the cause of Christ and so we go on there's, there's prayers of thanksgiving did you know that there's prayers of thanksgiving so God has not just given us one general term of prayer but there is a plethora of different types of praying that we can do so we see the provision in prayer but he doesn't just give us different types of praying but he says with all prayer and supplication in the spirit amen did you know tonight we don't have to go to God by ourselves amen if you will yield if we will yield ourselves to the spirit of God he will put what's on God's heart on our heart and when we get to pray. What God is on God's heart—that's when we're praying in the Spirit, Amen. And that's when our prayers will get answered. And Romans eight twenty-six says, "We know not what we ought to pray." But I'm glad tonight that the Spirit of God is indwelling the believer. And tonight, if we will yield to Him in our prayer lives and not be selfish in our prayer lives, God will give us the words to pray, and God will answer those prayers. Amen. So we see the persistence, the provision in prayer. We see the people in prayer. He says, And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. That's right. Yeah. That's for the saints you like, and that's for the saints you don't like. Somebody say amen right there. That's for everybody, isn't it? Amen. Brother Barnes, you know I've never gossiped for, about somebody in the afternoon that I prayed for in the morning. Amen. Why would I waste my praying talking about somebody later? Amen. Amen. And we should pray for all saints. We should pray for the saints that don't like us, and we should pray for the saints that do like us. We should be praying for all saints. We get so critical when somebody falls, somebody quits, a missionary comes off the field. But I've turned I've tried to turn it on myself, preacher. That how little have I prayed for those people? And how have I have I even attempted to pray? I've got a friend of mine that for five years preached revival for him, and I've got a burden for him, and I wouldn't dare name his name. But I watched over the past couple of years he began to slip on some things and change some things and tonight he won't even answer my phone call. I've not done nothing to him preacher. I would love to know if I did and I've searched God I've searched my heart. I've asked God to show me. I don't believe I've done anything wrong but they've changed everything at the church. They've changed the name. They've changed the music. He doesn't wear a tie anymore and I know a tie ain't the end all but I believe a man of God ought to look like a man of God. Amen. If a lawyer can wear a tie to tell the lies, I ought to be able to wear a tie and tell the truth. Amen. That's exactly right. Hear me young in. there's going to be a pressure put on you to loosen up and to back up just be a man of God, amen amen, amen, amen but uh, I, I, I've got a burden for that man as I, and it's so easy to become critical over somebody that goes that route but then I look and I have to turn the mirror on myself and it reminds me of how little I prayed how little I begged God to keep him from going that way and I'll tell you tonight we need to be praying for all saints, amen, amen. I hope I'm making sense tonight. I'm trying to get to my thought. So we see the persistence in prayer. We see provision in prayer. We see people in prayer. But in verse 19, look at the verse the first three words. And for me. We see the preacher in prayer. A couple of months ago, God gave me this message. And, and my, my life's been crazy. The past two months been in and out of the country. And thank you all for praying for us. But... But preacher, when God put this message on my heart, I was in a meeting. I was preaching on prayer the whole week. But when God put this on my heart, God said, I want you to preach this at Bible Baptist Church. And Brother laddie, it don't happen like that all the time. But God put this message in my heart. I know I preached it in that meeting. I preached it a couple other times, Brother Barnes. But when God put this message on my heart, He specifically put it on my heart for Bible Baptist Church. This is my first chance to get to preach. I prayed all. I prayed this afternoon since the preacher asked me to preach, and this was it. Tonight, I, 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 there's seven times counting our text where Paul asked God's people to pray for him. First Thessalonians 5 25 he said brethren pray for us Second Thessalonians uh, chapter number 3 verses 1 and 2 finally brethren pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for all men have not faith Hebrews 13 18 and 19 pray for us for we trust we have a good conscience in all things willing to live honestly but I beseech you the, the rather to do this that I'm May be restored to you sooner. Colossians four three through four. With all praying, also for us that God would be open unto us, uh, would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in bonds, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Romans fifteen verse thirty through thirty two. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake, and for the love of the uh, love of the Spirit, that ye strive together with me in your prayers to God for me that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea and that my service which I have for Jerusalem may be accepted of the saints that I may come unto you with joy by the will of God and, and may with you be refreshed. Philemon 1.22 but with all prepare me also a lodging. Listen for I trust that through your prayers I shall be given unto you. Tonight I want to preach on the ministry of praying for your preacher. Amen. The ministry... Of praying for your preacher This is just a simple practical uh, message That literally God has changed my heart and my life It will give you an insight uh, I believe of what our preacher faces through the ministry And I believe it will give you a biblical example Of how we should pray for preacher And listen please don't just make this another message this is not because I'm preaching it This is the word of God Whether I'm preaching or whoever's preaching This is important But please don't just file this back Put this in your Bible Put this down and pray it every day For our preacher and for Miss Nolita And for their family So we see tonight the ministry Of praying for your preacher Look in verse 19 He said and for me I want us to first of all say We need to pray for him specifically Amen. Paul is recognizing himself as a man here He's just put himself in the, the, the class With all saints He has just told them to pray for all saints And he's reminding them When you're praying for all saints Don't forget to pray for me Can I remind you that before a preacher was a preacher, he was a saint. Amen. Before he, hey, he is a human. He is a flesh. He is the same flesh we live in. And I believe this. A lot of times people will become critical of the preacher if he doesn't do this just right or if he doesn't shake the hand just right or if he does this just this way. Hey, I'll tell you tonight, I'll tell you what will keep you from being critical of him as a man, as a man himself, is the fact that you start praying for him as you want somebody praying for you. Tonight, he is made out of the same flesh we are made out of He faces the same struggles we face He faces the same hardships He has bills He has stress He has financial deals He has he has emotional strains That we face He faces lust just like we do men He faces the flesh just like we do I'm not tearing him down I'm trying to lift him up in prayer I'm telling you I heard him preach it the other day I'm not sure which message it was He said but I don't pray because I'm strong I pray because I'm weak And that's exactly what Right? We are flesh. Everybody in here is flesh, and he is susceptible to the same dangers we are. Amen. I believe this, not that we lift the man of God up on some pedestal and worship him, but I believe this: that the man of God has a target on his back, unlike everybody else in the church. I believe God. I believe the devil's after the homes in our church. I believe the devil's after our church, but he would love to take the head out. He would love to take our 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 pastor and his family out. I believe there's a target. On him, And so in this point When we pray for him specifically We need to pray that he doesn't fall We need to pray that he doesn't mess up We need to pray that he doesn't get his eyes Off the goal tonight Because God has given us a haven of rest Brother Barnes Just like you said I would have I would have driven all the way from Indiana Just to be here in the first 30 minutes of this service And the devil would love nothing more Than to make our man of God stumble And to make our man of God quit And to make our man of God mad up tonight, amen. I've been a Baptist since nine months before I was born, amen. And I've seen a lot of things, and I've seen a lot of men fall. I don't want Joel Osteen to fall, if that makes sense. I don't want Joel Osteen to run off with a woman. You know why? Because the world paints him in the same boat as we're in. Y'all don't fall out with me. They look at Christendom as Christendom. I don't want, I don't want Beth Moore to mess uh, Dude, Go do something crazy. Amen? Y'all pray for me. If you're reading Beth Moore, you need to go burn her books. Amen? <laughs> Wicked is the devil. Amen? Uh, there's no such creature as a woman preacher anyways. Right. But I don't want our preacher to mess up. No. Uh, there, there's three main things. I believe preachers fall to fame. I believe preachers will fall to fortune. and Preachers will fall to females. And, though, and, and I believe this, and I believe it's hurt our movement. I believe we've watched preachers fall to bad fitness and not take care of the temple that God's given them. Don't throw a songbook at me, all right? I believe this, and we need to pray for him that God would build a hedge around him, that God would protect him. The devil would love nothing more to put a woman in front of him, or to put fame in front of him, or to put a little extra money. If he just back up a little bit on this, I've, I've had people tell us if your camp, I've had them say this preacher about our church and about me and you in particular. If y'all would just quit preaching just a couple of things, there ain't no telling how many people you'd be preaching to. I don't want to preach to people that preached all those people. If we have to back up, hey, I. I'm telling you, by the grace of God, I don't, want, I don't want our preacher to have to call his message. I want him to be able to go and preach freely. I don't want him to back up on these things because my family and your family is growing up in this church and we don't need him to back up. We don't need him to go off for the fame or for the fortune. Hey, we need him to be here, amen, and preach. I see we need to pray for him specifically. I hope I'm making sense tonight. You'll become more sympathetic to your preacher as a man, when you begin to pray for him, no as a man, so what Paul said, pray for and for me, and, and so we see, pray for him specifically. But number two, we need to pray for his speaking. Look what the Bible says in verse nineteen, and for me that utterance may be given unto me. That word utterance, if you, the, I just do Englishman search. I don't, I'm not smart enough. No Greek, I barely know English. Amen, and so. But there's an Englishman search, so the, the other ways that the Holy Ghost uses the word, the Greek word behind utterance in the Bible is the word speak or the actual word, Word, W O R D. So this gives the idea of we need to pray for his speaking. We need to pray for what he has to give us every Sunday and every Wednesday. You preachers will know what I'm talking about. There's a difference in going and looking for a message and then God giving it to you and you preaching out of the overflow of your devotional life. And it is different, Brother Laddie. I, I, I mean, it is completely different. When you go and try to find a thought and put something together and then when God just fills your wagon up and it's the overflow of you walking with God, and we need to pray that God will just keep filling our preacher up like that. Amen? I go around the world, around the country, and, and I'm and I'm nothing. It's just, I just get to drive a lot. Amen? I'm not saying I'm anything, but I go to churches and they're starving, and I go and I hear, I, I I see where people are starving to death, and it's not like that at Bible Baptist Church, Brother Danny, and I thank God for that every time I've ever heard. I'm not lifting Him up. I know He's a man. I know He's flesh like us, but I want to say it's special what we got tonight because not everybody's getting fed like we are. Not everybody's getting the Bible verse by verse like we're getting, Brother Josh. Not everybody is getting the meat of the Word like we get, and I I pray that we. We will pray hey, that God will continue to fill our preacher with the Word of God, and He never turn the faucet off, and He keep filling him up with the Word of God. And let him preach out of the overflow, and it's not just what he's saying, but what's behind what he's saying. That's what this word utterance means. It's got not just about speaking, but about what's behind the speaking. We ought to pray that God would keep His hand on our preacher. We ought to pray that He fill him with the Holy Ghost every single day. He needs it. We need it. He needs that unction to function and we ought to pray and every time he stands up whether it's here whether it's out there and every time he stands up and God will breathe on him and God will feel him and God will rest his hand on our man of God. I'll tell you tonight hey dead words are just words without the touch of God and I thank God we don't just have a preacher that feeds us and gives us something but I'm glad we got a preacher that walks with God and has the hand of God on his life because that is what Makes the difference, Amen. Amen. I used to listen to preach old time preachers growing up, and I'm not being critical. They come in, they preach for thirty minutes, they preach a topical message, and they quote a bunch of scripture. And I think in my in my youth, I would think, man, they didn't say much, and then fifteen people would get saved. I ain't being critical. I'm just in my logic. Brother Laddie, I'm, t- I'm trying to pull, d- dig. and by, by, by default, this generation of preachers has more knowledge. That don't mean they have more wisdom. But they have more knowledge than any other generation because all the men of God gone by have wrote down their minds. They've wrote down what God gave them. And we, right. by default, but by listening to preaching, Brother Barnes, and by reading books, and you have to actually read the books. Amen? Yeah. Listen, young preachers, you actually have to read the books. You don't just get to soak in the book. Amen? Anyways, And preacher, we've got so much more knowledge in our day. And there's more going out of our pulpits by default than ever before. There's a a program called ESWORD, and you can look up through 30,000 books right now, a preacher in our day. I don't even have it. I wish I did, but somebody wants to find out how I can get it. Amen. I'll I'll get it. But they can just type in a word, and they can see what all these men have wrote about it. And Brother Dole, by default, we have that. But as a young man, I was like, how how did these preachers come out of the mountains and they, they barely say anything and, 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 they, and they were preaching the scriptures but it's very it's very top just top level and I was like how they, they're just they're barely saying stuff and they're pre, not preaching very long and then people just fall in the altar Amen. brother Chris I, I would scratch my head as a young man I'm like what in the world And as an older guy, I I realize it's not about what we say as much as it's about what's behind what we say. That is not an excuse for ignorance. Amen? That's not an excuse for ignorance. But tonight, we need the hand of God on our preacher. We need the hand of God on Miss Nolita. We need the hand of God on their family. We need the hand of God that, that the, the ministry would not become drudgery for them, but it would be a blessing to them and they would be able to walk in the fullness of God in the victorious Christian life and that the hand in the of God would rest on him and the face of God would shine upon him. Amen. So we pray for him specifically. We pray for his speaking. Everybody still with me? Say amen. Look at our text. And for me the utterance may be given unto me That I may open my mouth. What's that next word? Boldly. We don't just need to pray for him specifically. We don't just need to pray for his speaking. But we need to pray for his straightforwardness. Y'all know we live in a day where everybody's offended about everything. You know what I'm offended about tonight? People that squeeze the toothpaste in the middle of the tube. Well, laddie, in the 21st century, people still squeeze the toothpaste in the middle of the tube. you believe that? I'm offended that people think it's a good idea to put the toilet paper from the bottom uh, uh, to go under the bottom. This is ridiculous. We live with people. Get on the internet and search that. That's the wrong way to do it. And y'all laugh. We laugh. And that is funny. I. I but isn't that how it is today? Everybody, I really don't like those things, but I'm not offended by it, all right? But, preacher, everybody's offended about everything. If you think you've got a tough job, you ought to try pastoring. A bunch of millennial Baptists. Amen. Amen, preacher. That's right, preaching. Bless you, I said, you ought to try pastoring a bunch of millennial Baptists. You say, what's a millennial? If you don't know, count yourself blessed and go get you a cup of coffee after church. Amen. That's my generation. And they whine about everything and they're offended about everything, right. and they're, they're upset about everything, and our pastor has to pastor them. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. I'm not, I, I done killed it, preacher. I'm sorry. We need to pray that he will be bold in his preaching. Sure. We, need to be, we need to pray that he would not back down. Because you know what's going to change this country? It's not the, the millennial V-neck, T-shirt, and skinny jeans preachers that's going to change the country. Amen. You say, you're awful hard on that. I believe a man ought to look like a man. Amen. 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 That's exactly right. Amen. I believe we need a man of God, and we do. We have him that will preach against my sin, that will preach against your sin, it will preach against my kid's sin, that will preach against your kid's sin, that will preach against his kid's sin, that will preach against his sin. Hey, we need him to be straightforward with us, not to back down, but to tighten up. Amen. In a day where everybody wants to have uh, uh, just loose Christianity, just uh, just go as you go as you want to Christianity. We need a man of. God God, it'll nail it down, amen. It'll say, hey, this is what we believe. This is why we believe it. We're not going that way. I like what he said about whooping on Sunday. I get, was it Sunday morning or Sunday night? Sunday morning. I got whooping out of the book of Revelation. It was a blessing. Because you know why? Because me and my wife are raising kids right now. And brother laddie, sometimes you think, man, nobody else thinks that. And then I get to turn on the podcast and me and my wife get to ride down the road and hear our preacher preaching about how we are to discipline our kids biblically. Hey, brother David, I need to hear that. You need to hear that. We live in a day where the, the left fringe of our society, the 5 6% of our society, gets all the media. They get all the Hollywood. They get all the publicity. And you'll get to thinking that nobody else is doing it right. Every liberal Baptist on Facebook is putting on bikinis and yoga pants. And we got all this mess online. Hey, and it's getting fed into you. It's getting into your brain. Hey, them outside voices is coming in. And you'll get to thinking, man, nobody else is doing it like us us our preacher's crazy but in a day where everybody's backing up where everybody's apologizing i'm glad we got a man of god that's just tightening her down and just keep on plowing and we need to pray that the devil's will stay off of it and he'll keep on preaching preach 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 amen Hallelujah, amen. I thank God, preacher, thank you. I, I, I know this ain't conventional, normal. Hey, but thank you for not backing down. Thank you for not giving up. Are y'all with me tonight? Thank you for not apologizing. Thank you for preaching down my road. Thank you for preaching to me. Thank you for preaching to my marriage and to my home and to my children. Hey, we need it tonight, amen. Woo, hallelujah to God. People say, well, I think my preacher been look at my Facebook. Well, if you're bold enough to post it, he ought to be bold enough to preach on it. We ought to preach on it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Anyway, I got to move on. I thank God we got a preacher that's not backing up and apologizing. I'm watching men in his generation, my generation, our papa's generation, just quitting and backing up and apologizing for everything they've ever said. But I'm glad that we got a preacher. I've been listening to it. He's tightening it up and he's, he's laying it down and he's he's preaching the book, and that's what we need, Brother Jack. We need a man of God that'll just preach the book. Amen. Pray for his straightforwardness. I know this is just practical. Just just just, just we need to pray for him specifically we need to pray for his speaking his straightforwardness we need to pray for his success look at verse 19 to make known the mystery of the gospel we need to pray for his success God has saw fit to bless our preacher and to use our preacher I heard a man at a, in central Indiana there is a central Indiana amen and, and, and I heard that, and they like preaching too believe it or not and they're not Yankees. I see more Confederate flags up there than I ever do in Georgia anymore. Amen. I mean, they have curtains. Y'all remember when Rebel F- Confederate flags were curtains? I have one. Amen. Actually, I had two. I had a Georgia state flag and a Confederate flag it inside each other. But that, they're everywhere up there. And, and I heard this. I heard a preacher say at a preacher's fellowship the other day. He said, Your pastor is a prince of preachers. I'm talking about not in Georgia. I'm talking about hours and hours and hours and hours hours away. There was a man of God that pastors maybe 15, 20 people. He'll hear this message out in the middle of a cornfield. And he was talking about what a blessing our preacher was to him. He's never been to Jubilee. He's never had preacher preach at his church. You know what that is? That's the hand of God that God has put on our preacher. We shouldn't be upset about it. I don't think anybody is, but we shouldn't be upset that God's using our preacher. He he halfway kills himself to be here and to be our pastor. Amen. And God's opened these doors and we ought to thank God that God's using him like he is. Hey, we ought to pray that God would give him success because he's preaching to our babies and our pre- our babies need to get saved. Our grandchildren need to be saved. Our, our, the next generation needs to be saved. We ought to pray that God would put his good hand on him and he'd give him success and he'd open up doors for him and he'd send him out and he'd just continue to send him out and in all that then he'd stay the the, the same humble man that he is right now and he'd keep on preaching and God he'd keep on using him and God would give him success in the ministry did you know God making him successful is what's going to make this church successful when I get to this point when I'm trying to pray for preacher brother Charles I pray God would you give the church the money for the building And God, would you allow, God, would you not cut off the faucet and don't let our church ever become a reservoir, but keep it as a river? Y'all understand? Y'all understand the reason God is blessing Bible Baptist Church is because we're not stingy. Because we'll let let some of our best men go into the jail on Wednesday night instead of having them sitting on the church pew, And we got missionary after missionary going out of our church. And we're not trying to raise a bunch of young people to go and be career-minded and go and chase the dollar. But we're trying to raise... The church is trying to raise a bunch of young people to go and be missionaries and preachers and preachers' wives and missionaries' wives. Amen! Glory to God! I thank God for that. And that's where the success of this church is lying. God keeps sending people in because... Y'all keep sending people out. Amen. 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 We ought to thank God that God's given our preacher success. And we ought to pray that God will continue to give our preacher success. Pray for it. And lastly tonight, I feel like I've just flopped, but I know it's what God wants tonight. We need to pray for Him specifically. You say, you keep saying that, because I want you to get it in your heart tonight. We need to pray for Him specifically. We need to pray for His speaking. We need to pray for His straightforwardness. We need to pray for His success. But look at verse number 20. So He tells us in verse 19 to to make known the mystery of the gospel. And this is a continuation of that sentence. For which I'm an ambassador in what? Bonds. That therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Lastly tonight, we need to pray for our preacher and his struggle sure. now brother Chris tonight our Paul was in prison because he was preaching the gospel is that right would y'all agree with that and this was his prayer he didn't ask him to pray for him a new car he didn't at this specific time preacher he didn't even say would you pray that I can get out of jail that's right did you see that brother he doesn't pray that right there that's right. this is what he says brother Jack he said would you pray that I would not quit doing the very thing that got me put in prison in the first place. Y'all get that tonight? Please don't quit praying for me that I would back up and quit ministering even though because there's struggles in the ministry. Do you know this tonight? I asked Brother Chris Simpson years ago. He was he's like 14, pastoring his first church. Amen. Yeah. And and I said, Brother Chris, what is the hardest thing as a pastor? And he said it. It was quick. He didn't think about it. He just said it. Brother Daniel, this is what he said. He looked at me and said, Brother Chris, he said, no offense, but when you go to bed at night, you go to bed with your burdens on your heart. He said, but when I go to bed at night, I go to bed with my burdens and with the burdens of 160 other people on my heart. Yes, yep. Do you realize tonight that... If, you, if, if this man was not called to preach, he wouldn't have near the burdens and the battles and the struggles that he faces tonight. It's just the truth, Brother Brian. That's part of the ministry. It is the work of the ministry. It is battlefield religion. It is endure hardness as a good soldier, Brother Barnes. And you know what? He, if, it, if it wasn't for the ministry, he wouldn't have those burdens. He wouldn't have those struggles. Now God would give him other ones if he was doing something else, but you understand that magnitude of struggle. And tonight we need to pray that God would touch our preacher, that in the midst of the battles and in the midst of the bonds, in the midst of the burdens, that he doesn't quit ministering, Amen. that he doesn't quit preaching, that he doesn't back up, that he doesn't that he doesn't just get to a place where he wants to quit. I believe God's blessing at Bible Baptist Church. But if you go back to the other morning when he was preaching on those trumpets and the sounds and, and, and the burden that he laid out of, of the burden for this church and this generation, I was here. That's our pastor. Amen. And, and Brother, Gra- uh, Brother, Brother Laddie, he didn't just say that for happenstance. That's right. It's because it was a burden in his heart. And tonight, we need to pray that he doesn't get discouraged by the battle so much that it keeps him out of the battle. We need to pray for His wife. Amen. There's men that, that, that just are prince of preachers and tonight they're, they don't have but a shell of a ministry because of their wife. Amen. And we need to pray that God would touch our preacher and God would touch our preacher's wife because they've given themselves not to us, they've given themselves to the God and God's given them to us. Brother Chris, God preacher doesn't do this just for us he does it for God and God gave him to us he's our gift and I wonder tonight do you pray for your preacher like you want him praying for you on a weekly basis do you pray for him in such a specific manner like you want him praying for you in such a specific manner do you pray for his wife? Do you pray for these things? And I know this is this this, this is just a format of how we can pray for him and, and use it, build to it, add to it. But this is just a scriptural format to pray for him. But do you pray for him like you should? Can I say I want to pray for him every single day? Yes, it's a hard time to pastor. Yes, Brother laddie, it's a it, it's it, we're not we're not in Philadelphia anymore. We've got Philadelphians, but we're not in Philadelphia anymore. And he's having to preach to a, a generation that has everything they want, but they have the very, they don't have the very thing they need, and that's God. We need to lift him up. We need to pray for him. We need to we need to back him up in prayer, preacher. I don't I don't know how to end. Normally I I I I I, I want you, I want y'all to come. I want y'all to pray. They're coming with a song, but this would be a good night to start. If you got alt against the preacher, if you got alt against the preacher wife, you ought to get it right. All saints, is that right, Brother Barnes? Is that right, Brother Lay? All saints, you ought to get it right. You ought to love them and cherish them because they are our gift. I didn't preach this out of rebuke or correction. I don't think anything bad's going on at the church. I simply believe this is a principle in the Scripture.